Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hi, the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions are available on the following platforms. Anchor, Spotify, and Apple iTunes. Follow us by hitting the follow button and subscribe so that you can hear all this important information that pertains to life and the future. Thanks. Shabbat Shalom. Welcome, everybody. Um, I have some announcements before I start this lesson. Um, announcement number one, my throat has been bothering me, so I'm not able to speak in a loud tone. Even though I get excited, I have to control myself because my throat is doing whatever it wants. I don't know what's happening, but um, I hope that you can hear me. I'll try to stay stationary so that you won't hear it go in and out from me turning my head. Also, if you hear clicks in the background, um, remember this is not the Sabbath, but it is a Sabbath lesson. So um, you'll be hearing other people in the background. Hopefully they won't speak, but you'll be hearing clicks and other little noises from the computers. Um, this is a new book. We are in Judges and I will be doing three chapters at a time. Um, as I said the last time, we will be um, doing these lessons and I will be uploading um, starting this month videos if you want to watch the videos some videos will be controversial and provocative in nature but it doesn't mean that i agree with every single thing but i just think it's important enough to um, upload so i will do that various authors of these videos i will also be um giving them full rights you know um as far as the disclaimer is concerned because remember, I don't like reinventing the wheel. I will definitely let you know who did what and I won't claim it as my own. Give me a minute to drink. Um, as I do with every book that I go into, every new book, I will upload the book in its entirety so that you can listen to it, meditate on it, etc. Um, I've been feeling a little exhausted. So please bear with me as I try to get through this lesson with my voice. All right. I'll do as much as I can. All right, 
Now, as we know from last week, um, the children of Israel has had rested from all of the battles and um, Yeshua, what they call Joshua, has um, done everything he has done. He's gotten older and the Most High has blessed him. And in turn, he has blessed the children of Israel. I also said that this is a foreshadowing. This book is a foreshadowing of what's to come later on. As the Most High will be doing to Israel's enemies, what happened in this book. In the last of the last days. Why do I say the last of the last days? Because we're in the last days. We just don't know where we are in the last days. Between the 11 and the 12. Now I already told you there's four notches in between the 11 and the 12 if you look at a clock. So we are in that time. So we don't know what's going to happen. But we can see in the, the from the book of Yahshua to Judges what's happening more in the book of Yahshua. As he took over Moshe, Moshe's um, position and led the children of Israel to victory. Even though the children never listen and continue not to. You will see this in Judges. Also, um, as I continue to move forward into this cliff note, you will observe by listening the similarities from Yeshua to the book of Judges, especially in the beginning. Um, and we're going to move forward. Okay. I will be reading from the Amplified straight through. I'm not going to um, go to the Sifa because of it's just going to create more time for me in speaking. So we go into the Amplify and we're just going to do it in regular language. Okay. Now, after the death of Yahshua, the sons of Israel asked the Most High. Now, I already told you last week that some of these heathens did not leave out of the lands because the children wasn't listening. Now, when the children are in the law, statutes, precepts, and commands, adhering to the Most High in those law, statutes, precepts, and commands, they could do all things because they have power and authority. I already said that. But when they're not listening to the Most High, anything can happen. Because it's only the Most High and wickedness. So if you're not listening to righteousness, what happens to you? Wickedness, right? We also notice in the book of Deuteronomy, the blessings and curses, Deuteronomy 28. When you don't listen to the most high, all kinds of stuff is going to happen to you. The blessings are already there. But when you bypass those blessings with your wickedness, then you're allowing wickedness to take over. Know that as I'm reading this, these three chapters, because that's exactly what's going to happen. Wickedness, because they're not listening. So the first batch of the sons of Yasharel asked um, the Most High who shall go up against the Canaanites first and fight them. Because remember, the Canaanites was not hoisted out because the children didn't listen. And the Most High was there among them. He was sitting there watching the nonsense. So at this time, um, the Most High said, Yahuda, who they called Judah, shall go up and start fighting. 
and the Most High gave the land into Yahudah's hands. And Yahudah said to the tribe of Simeon, his brother, the brethren, come up with me to the allotted territory so that we could fight against the Canaanites. And we will go with you to fight for your allotted territory. So Simeon, the sons of Simeon, went up with Judah and the Most High gave the Canaanites and the Perizzites into the hands of Judah and his brother Simeon. And they struck down and defeated 10,000 men at Bezek. Then they found Adonai, Bezek, in Bezek and fought against them. And they struck down and defeated the Canaanites and the Perizzites. But Adonai, Bezek fled and they pursued him and caught him and cut off his thumbs and his big toes. Now, why is this important? Because the most high's laws go for everybody, even though you feel like you're not going to listen to him. So this Adonai Bezek was a king. And what he used to do when he used to fight against different nations, he used to cut off their toes and their thumbs. And that's exactly what the children of Israel did to him. So let's move on. The sons of Yahudah fought against the Jebusites in Jerusalem now. At this time, they was not the children of Israel. Remember, they fight in these lands to conquer them. So being that they lived in those lands, that's what they call them. Just like I live in New York, even though I'm a child of Yasharel, I'm a New Yorker. Just like these people lived in Jerusalem, they was Jebusites. They were not the children of Israel at that time because the Most High did not um, give them into Yahudah's hands yet. So that's what they was called. So at this time, Yehuda captured and struck the Jebusites in Jerusalem by the edge of the sword. And Yehuda, the line of Yehuda, set the city on fire. The sons of Yehuda went down and fought against the Canaanites who lived in the hill country, which was the south country, in the lowland. Yehuda went against the Canaanites who lived in Hebron. They defeated Shishai and Amen and Talmai. And then there's captures of other cities. From there, Yehuda went against the inhabitants of the Beer, which was formerly known as Karif Sefer, the city of books and scribes. Now, let me just stop that right there. Now, I did a lesson this past Wednesday, and I mentioned that other nations kept books but just because other nations kept books they was also um worshiping devils so you shouldn't be the children of israel i would say should not be looking at those books that's what they should do. Because remember last week I said, the Most High said, don't even mention these wicked nations. Don't even talk about the devils. So even though they took, even though they um, kept books, remember, um, when Yehuda conquered these areas, they tore up the books as much as they could, because there are still some books from the Canaanites and got rid of them. 
Okay, so. <clears throat> Caleb said, whoever attacks Karef Sifa and captured it, captures it, excuse me, I will give him my daughter, Ashab, as a wife. Othaniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, captured it. So Caleb gave Oceanil his daughter to wife. Then um, Ashaf asked for a blessing in the form of more land, and he gave it to her. Okay? And she wanted um, not only the land that she was promised, but she wanted this um, a lowland to the South Country, and Caleb gave it to her. Okay, the upper springs and the lower springs. Now, we are on Judges 1 and 16, and we're going to keep moving forward. Um, and this is the Kenites dwell in Yehuda. Now, the sons of Yephro, the Kenite, Moshe's father-in-law went up from the city of Palms, which is in Jericho, with the sons of Yehuda to the wilderness of Yehuda, which is in Negev, the south country near Arad. And they went and lived with the people. Now, I don't, I don't want you to forget that. Okay. Then um, Yehuda went with Simeon, his brother, and they struck down the Canaanites living in Zephyr and utterly destroyed it. So the city was called Hora, Horma, excuse me, Horma, which means destruction in um, Hebrew. Yehuda also captured Gaza with his territory and Ashkelon with his territory and Ekron with his territory. The Most High was with Judah and Yehuda, who was Judah, I'm going to use that interchangeably, took possession of the hill country, but they could not dispossess and drive out those inhabiting the valley because they had iron chariots. Now, I want to tell you this, Yehuda was strong. Yehuda was very audacious. Yehuda was, um, out of the 12 brothers, he was strong. Um, audacious, meaning um, some people call people um, aggressive, but a lot of times they're assertive. And I would say in me describing Yehuda of being um, audacious, he was very assertive and aggressive when he needed to be. So um, this is why when stuff popped off, in early Genesis, the one who would pop it off would be Judah, Yahuda. Think about the children now, how much they pop off at one another in, in everybody else. You know who the children of Judah, um, Yahuda is. Very audacious. They like bulls, really like bulls. When they are not listening to the Most High, they like bulls. But when they are in the will of the Most High, um, and they're learning who they are, then they come to the understanding of their power and their authority under the Most High. 
especially when they start waking up. Some of them, they stay, um, earthly and carnal. And what do I mean about that? Look at the people who, the people of Yahuda look to. They are called stars or they're called people of influence. The people who are um, acting, the people who are athletes, look at them, look at them. Look at their power and their influence, but they're earthly. They're carnal. When some of them wake up and they're still carnal, like Irie, I mean, what is her name? Irie Irvin, right? Kyrie, Kyrie sorry. Like Kyrie Irving or maybe uh, Kanye West. I'm not saying as backwards as Kanye West, but when they start waking up and they're still carnal and they don't have the way with all of the Ruach, this is where it becomes bad. Um, there's a certain way that you have to be when you start waking up. But you can't do that being in the public eye because the earth is being run by the devil. I already told you. And the masses listen to the devil. That's how they rule the earth. This is why the scriptures say that God of this world rules the earth. Think of those people that's in power right now. They are under the influence of the devil. The devil has children and the devil has followers. The devil's children and the devil's followers are always at enmity with the children of the Most High. It says this in Genesis 13 through 16. Read that when it says that the devil's children will always have enmity against the Most High's children. It has always been that way. Who runs this world? The God of this earth runs this world. Who are the people in power today? And you'll you'll know. Once you know who they are, you already know who the devil's children and the listeners are. So know that and keep that in mind. So the most high was with Yahuda. And um, the only reason why the uh, Yahuda couldn't overcome the Canaanites is because they had chariot chariots, which were these. You already know what it is, like cars, <laughs> cars with horses connected to them. So that's what they had. This is the why. This is the reason why they um, Yehuda couldn't um, defeat them. Then um, verse twenty, they came. Um, they gave Hebron to Caleb, as Moshe said, and he drove out. Um, the giants, which is the Anakin. Um, but the sons of Benjamin, which is Benjamin, they people know him as, um, he couldn't drive out the Jebusites who inhabited Jerusalem. Now, remember, they not the children of Israel. They was the people who lived there, just like I live in New York. I'm a New Yorker. But I am of the tribe of Yahuda. Understand that. So the people who lived there is what it was called. Okay, this is before the children of Israel took over. So the Jebusites had lived with the sons of ben Benjamin in um, Jerusalem to this day. Benjamin could not drive out the Jebusites, so they stayed there. 
the house of Yosef also went up against Bethel, and the Most High was with them. The house of Yosef spied out Bethel, which is formerly called Luz. The spies saw a man coming out the city, and they asked him, please let us know the interests of the city, and we will treat you kindly. So this man showed them where the interest was, and they struck the city down. But they let the man go, and the man went and settled somewhere else, okay, um, in the land of the Hittites. And he built himself a city and named it Luz, which is his name to this day. Now I'm going to tell you the places where um, these heathens were not conquered. And this is in chapters 22 to 29. The tribe of Manasseh could not take possession of Bethshean and his villages, Tanak and his villages, um, or the inhabitants of Dor and its villages, or the inhabitants of Iblim and its villages, the inhabitants of Megiddo. I want you to remember that name, Megiddo, and its villages. So the Canaanites remained in that land. And remember that too. The Canaanites remained in the land of Megiddo. It happened when Yasharel became strong that they put the Canaanites to forced labor, but they did not drive them out completely. Remember that the Canaanites stayed there, but they had to be tributary to the children of Israel. Neither did Ephraim drive out the Canaanites who were living in Giza. So the Canaanites lived in Giza among Ephraim, which is one of the sons of um, Yasharel. Zebulun did not drive out the inhabitants of Kitron or of Nahalol. So the Canaanites lived among the um, Zebulites and um, they were forced labor. Asher, the children of Asher didn't drive out the inhabitants of Acho or the inhabitants, or inhabitants, excuse me, of Sidon, or Elhab, or Ashzib, or Helbath, or Aphek, or Rehob. So the Asherites lived among the Canaanites, the inhabitants, I keep saying inhabitants, but it's inhabitants of the land because they did not drive them out. So you see that a lot of the Canaanites didn't get out of these lands. Neither did um, Naphtali drive out the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh or Beth Anath, but they lived among the Canaanites and the inhabitants of Beth Shemesh and Beth Anath became forced labor for them. They became tributary, meaning they had to pay a tax and they had to do labor for the children of Israel. Now I'm reading um, 34 through 36 which um, concerns um, the other children of Yeshuel. The Amorites forced the sons of Dan, which is one line of the children of Israel, into the hill country, for they would not allow them to come down into the valley. The Amorites persisted in living in my, Mount Horus, which is considered the mountain of the sun, and Ajalon, and in Baal, shall them, excuse me, it shall them. But when the power of 
the house of Yosef became strong, they prevailed over uh, the children of um, Canaan. And the border of the Amorites ran from um, the ascent of Akaribim from Selah, the rock upward. Now I'm on Judges um, chapter two. Israel is rebuked. The angel of the Most High came from Gilgal to Bakshim, and he said, I brought you up. Now, this is the Most High's angel talking to the children of Israel. This is the children, um, the angel is speaking on behalf of the Most High to the children of Israel. And he's saying, I brought you up from Mizraim and led you out of, the, um, out of that land into the land I swore to your forefathers. And he said, I will never break my covenant with you. Remember that the Most High said he will never break his covenant with the children of Israel. And I want you to remember that from now until all the rest of the teachings in his uh, scriptures, because to this day, the Most High said he will never break his covenant. He says he will never break it. However, the children of Israel did, and they went whoring. The children of Israel is a bunch of hoes. I already said what I said. I said it in many lessons. They hoes, and this is why the Most High is treating them like hoes. Bitch slapping them and everything. Excuse my French. He's doing all kinds of stuff to them. Yes, so much so that they only going to be a remnant. Remember that. Don't you ever forget that because they're not listening. They stiff neck. They don't listen to nothing. This is why in um, in the book of Deuteronomy, the Most High was telling the children, write the commands, laws, and statutes on a mountain. Write them in your house. Write them everywhere. Teach your children over and over. But what do the children do? They keep being stiff-necked and keep doing what they want to do. This is why the Most High is doing to them what they was happening to them. So you see this here. I will never break my covenant with you, says the Most High to the angel to deliver the message to the children of Israel. And as for you, you shall not make a covenant with the heathens of this land. You shall tear down their altars. But you haven't obeyed me. What is this that you've done? So I also said, I will not drive out your enemies from before you, but they will be like thorns in your sides. And their gods will be a snare to you. When the angel of the Most High had spoken these words, tell Yasharel, the people raised their voices and they wept. This is why they was insubordinate. They're insubordinate. This is why the Most High keeps saying, I'm not doing nothing for you. I'm not doing nothing. I'm not going to go back on my word, but I ain't doing nothing for you because you're not listening. You're being stiff-necked and let the blessings and curses of Deuteronomy follow you since you don't want to listen. And remember, these when the Most High says things, it becomes a spirit and it comes over whoever it is that the Most High got to bless or curse. Remember that. What he says becomes a spirit, his precepts. That's precepts. 
because you're not following his laws and statutes and commands. The precepts that he says becomes a spirit and will encompass whatever it needs to encompass, whether it be good or bad. So the children wept because they knew they was doing wrong. So they named the place that they was at Bakim or Boshim, whichever it is, meaning weeps. Okay, and that at that place they offer sacrifices to the most high. Now Yahshua dies. And Yahshua has sent the people away. Yasharel went each to his inheritance to take possession of the land. The people served the most high all the days of Yahshua and all the days of the elders who outlived Yahshua because they upheld the laws, statutes, precepts, and commands of the most high. Okay. And they all seen the great work of the most high, which he has done for Yasharel. When Yahshua, son of Nun, the servant of the most high, died at the age of 110, they buried him um, in the territory of his inheritance in Timna Harris, in the hill country of Ephraim. All of that generation were gathered to their fathers upon their deaths, and another generation arose who didn't know the most high. They didn't recognize him. They didn't understand what was going on, even though they was little kids. That, that means they was stiff-necked and they didn't listen. Because remember, the Most High said, teach all this to your children. And even though they did, guess what? They didn't listen. This is why the children is getting what they're getting. Even today, this is why somebody can walk down Fifth Avenue, just like 45 said, and shoot them. And nobody do nothing. This is why. Understand why. Understand the root of the problem because it started back here. So they didn't recognize the most high and the work that he did for the children of Israel. They began to transgress again. And this is why stuff starts happening to them. So um, Yasharel starts serving devils. When Yasharel did evil in the sight of the most high and worshiped devils, which was in the form of Baal. Now I'm going to say this. Because I'm going to call them devils and I will continue to call them devils. Because who is behind all the devilish, wicked stuff that the children, uh, excuse me, that heathens do? I already told you there's heathens, Gentiles, and Yasharal. Who is behind all the wicked stuff that the heathens do? The devil and the devils. So I'm, I'm not going to say the type of people. I'm just going to say the devils because those are the ones that's pulling the strings. So right now it says Baal, B-A-A-L, which is what they call the devils because the devils go by many names, not the most high. Because when you hear about the most high in certain names, remember these names, who they say their names, it's not names. It could be a pronoun or it could be adjectives. As in who does what? I already told you, different languages have different ways, um, have different linguals and colloquialisms that do not translate in English. We understand that with Spanish and English. We understand that with Latin and English. We understand that with French and English. It's different ways of saying it. So don't say that the Most High goes by many, many names because it does. He doesn't. His name. Um, there's different things that are pronouns. And there's different things that are um, adjectives. 
So don't say that the Most High goes by many names because he doesn't, but the devil does. So in that form, the children of Israel serve Baal, which is the heathen's gods, which is idolatry and, and is against the law. So they serve Baal and they abandoned the Most High and of their fathers that told them not to do it. So they abandoned the Most High and brought them out. Uh, the, excuse me. They abandoned the Most High who brought them out of um, Mizraim and they followed idols and gods of the heathens that was around them. They bowed down to the heathens and those gods and offered um, sacrifices to the gods, which is their idols, and provoked the Most High to anger. Now, if you really want to know who those those gods, who they call gods, who they bow down to, um, with the Canaanites and the Hittites and all the rest of them, remember, they couldn't get, drive them out, so they started following them like dummies. You can go to the Testament of Solomon and the Apocalypse of Bartholomew, and you will know mm -hmm, who they are. So they, um, they provoked the Most High to anger, um, and they abandoned the Most High, and they served Baal which is a pagan god of the Canaanites, and Astaroth. Like I said, you can go to Testament of Solomon, you can go to the Apocalypse of Bartholomew, and you'll learn about them, even though I don't advise it. So the anger of the Most High burned against Yasharel, and he gave Yasharel into the hands of heathens that robbed them and put them into slavery. Um, and the children of Israel could no longer beat them. So they couldn't stand up to their enemies. The Most High allowed this, okay? He allowed this for their um, insubordination, okay? Um, then after that, the Most High raised up judges. And these are the people that's going to judge the heathens and judge the children of Israel. And these judges would rescue the children of Israel out of the hands of the heathen. Yet they did not listen to the judges. Oh gosh, the children of Israel didn't even listen to the judges. So they played the prostitute. I already told you, the children played the hoe. They played a whore and they served idols and they bowed down to idols and they turned away um, from the most high of their fathers. Then the Most High raised up more judges. Um, that rescued them out of the hands of their enemies in the days of the judge. For the Most High was moved to pity from their groaning because of who oppressed and um, afflicted them. Now, I want to say this. This is in the New Testament more than the Old Testament but it's in both books. The Most High said, you only live, you're a blade of grass, so you only live for a certain amount of time. This is why the Most High is patient with you, okay? This is why the Most High is patient with you because you only live at the blink, you live between, uh, how can I say it? Your lifespan is like a blink of an eye to the Most High. I already told you, a day is like a thousand years, a thousand years a day. Adam lived 930 years and it wasn't even a day to the most high. So imagine you today living 
I would say um, us today, somebody's real, real lucky when they can live into their hundreds, 110, 112. That's only, um, that's the longest person who ever lived during these times. I think, I think 112 or 113 years old. And that's even questioned because back then there was no document that said you was living. So it was somebody who kept a note or, um, you know, it was a witness. Today, we don't have that. So the reason why I say this is because the Most High knows that you are just a blade of grass. You live for a season. So he knows that the wickedness that is eternal until the Most High gets rid of it can overtake you. So the Most, the most High is very patient when you sin because he knows what's behind the sinning. You're just a puppet. You just a piece, a puzzle piece or a chess piece or a, a, um, a checker piece or a tic-tac-toe piece. That's all you are because you have no idea how wicked and wretched you are. So that's why the Most High um, has mercy on you because he already knows that you have no idea who's ruling you. So that's why the Most High gives pity to the children because he knows that the devil's playing with you. You open yourself up to the devil and then he plays with you. He knows that you have no idea what's behind the veil. He knows that. That's why he had, um, and he continues to have pity on the children and everybody else. But he knows that heaven and earth is going to um, testify against you. So that's why he kept sending a judge to rescue you, even though the children of Israel still kept bowing down to the devils and being a hoe to the devils. You the devil's hoe. That's what you are. You are the devil's hoe. <laughs> I'm sorry. But you are. <laughs> Forgive me, <laughs> but My goodness, I'm sorry, but I had to crack myself up. Now, I'm trying not to laugh, but it's funny when I think about it. You are the devil's hoe, so the most high got to deal with you like a hoe. So that's what he did. He put you in the hands of your, um, he put you in the hands <clears throat> of the heathens. Ooh, child. Yeah, so you want to bow down and be a whore. So that's what the Most High did. But then he started feeling sorry and started rescuing you. This is why the book of Judges is the book of Judges, because he sent somebody to break you out of the hands, the clutches of your captors. So that you want to be a hoe to them. All right. I have to say this, and sometimes I just crack myself up. So just know you are the prostitute, the hoe of the heathens that you want to bow down to. So I'm not going to laugh no more, but sometimes it cracks me up.
Anyway, so the Most High would send a judge to judge the children of Israel and to deal with the heathens that surround the children of Israel when the children of Israel go whoring. So, but when um, the judge died, the children will go back whoring, just be a hoe back and forth. All throughout the, the, the book of Judges, the children are hoes. They're just dirty hoes. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh, but they are dirty hoes to these heathens that bow themselves down to the devils. That's why the most high I call them hoes, prostitutes. In the um in the uh, um the Amplified Bible, they call them prostitutes. But I'ma call you you what the most high call you, a hoe. That's who you are. When you bow down to the gods of this earth by the heathens, you a hoe, okay? A dirty hoe. So that's what you are. And I got to make it nasty and slanderous so that you know how wicked and disgusting it is. You a dirty hoe. Mm -hmm. That's what you are. So when you deal corruptly with the most high, you a hoe. Now let me move on. So the children continue to bow themselves down to the heathens and the gods that they served. This is why you don't call the most high God. Because these things down here that's on the earth, in the skies, under the earth, those are gods. That's the idolatry. So do not ever call the most high a God because he's way beyond that. This is why I say what I say. <clears throat> so these, the children of Israel did not stop practicing their stubborn ways. They did not stop following the heathens. So this made the most high angry again, and he allowed these nations to be trodden down by the heathens. Uh-huh. Yeah. So when the heathens start getting the best of the nation and the nation kept bowing down to the heathens and serving their gods, the most high said, oh, I'm going to let these heathens eat you up. And that's exactly what he did. So... Um, the most high said, since you're not listening to me, I'm going to stand here and I'm not going to help you. And I'm not going to drive out those nations from before you. Okay. I'm not doing it. And the children of Israel just fell victim to these heathen nations. Mm -hmm. He did. And the most high also tested them by allowing the children of Israel to still live among them to see whether they was going to start following them heathens or not. Okay. I'm going to tell you this. I'm exhausted just talking about it simply because the children never listen. To this day, they're not listening. They following religions, any religion, Atlantis, uh, Christian, uh, uh, Jehovah's Witness, they following everybody. I said before, and I'm going to say it again, it's a difference between a bloodline and a religion. And the children of Israel been following the heathens since day one. We only in the sixth book. We only in the sixth book. In the line of the children of Israel. And what are they doing? Following the devils on earth. They've been doing it since day one. Did I told you a long time ago since... Genesis, <clears throat> that this is the beginning of the end, 
and this is exactly what's happening. The children been following the devils, being a whore for the devils since day one. I already told you. And it started, <clears throat> excuse me, since Genesis 3, 13 through 16. I already said what I said. This is why you should not be surprised when the children of Israel keep being a whore for the devils. Now, <clears throat> I'm going to say this, and I need you. First of all, I'm going to tell you, I already told you, I'm a minister. I'm not somebody who's going to hold back language. Oh, I'm going to say what I need to say, okay? Because I need you to understand the magnitude of the situation. <clears throat> but I'm not going to get so carried away that it's going to become vulgar. But I need you to be so disgusted at the things that the children do that you will stay away from it. So if I say you're going to be a dirty whore for these heathens, that's what I mean. Now, what does a whore do? A whore will do anything, anything for her pimp, anything for her pimp. There are literally whores today that have pimps. <clears throat> you can look that up. So that's exactly what the children of Israel can't, became for the heathens. A whore for the pimp that are the heathens and these devils that are ruling the heathens and the whore that is Israel. Understand that. Know that. Okay, and in the book of Judges, that's exactly what the children of Israel have become, a dirty, low-down whore for the heathens. That's what they became, okay? So the Most High allowed the children to go into bondage from these heathen nations <clears throat> so that they could get dirty and low-down and understand that you're not going to play with the Most High. You either going to be over here on the right with the most high, or you're going to be on the left with these dirty, low down, wicked heathen nations. So now let me keep going. So while the children was in Canaan, <clears throat> they still bowed down to the Canaanite. Even though the most high allowed them to have lands, the most high, they watched the most high get most of these nations out of the lands, the Most High stood there and just watched and tested the children of Israel to see if they could get these lands out, knowing that the Most High is right there. In order for the children of Israel to get these lands out, they had to have faith and they had to have, <clears throat> excuse me, they had to be loyal to the Most High. But was there? No. So the Most High just sat right there and watched them. And the Most High said, you know what? I'm not going to help y'all get these out. I'm going to test you to see how far you're going to go with your faith to get these nations out and the children wasn't able to i already explained to you now this is the um these are the nations that the children of israel left in the places that they dwelled <clears throat> it was five lords which were governors of the palestines excuse me the philistines all of the canaanites the sidonians and the um hivites who lived in Mount Lebanon from Mount Baal Hermon to the entrance of Hamath. They were <clears throat> for the testing of Israel. I already told you the Most High put a test out there to determine whether Yasharel was going to listen to the Most High and obey the commandments of the Most High or bypass them and be a dirty whore for these heathens. That was the test. Let me get some <clears throat> water. 
I'm sorry, but my voice is really scratchy. <clears throat> so I have to keep clearing it, which could become very annoying even to me. So please let me get some water. And Yahshua lived among the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Perizzites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites. These heathen nations. Heathens. And guess what they did? They intermarried with them. Right in front of the Most High. Is that not a slap in the face? Not only that, they served their heathen gods. Mm-hmm. And they did wickedness in the sight of the Most High and forgot what the Most High said. Uh-huh. Ignorance is not bliss. So the anger of the Most High was kindled against Yasharel, and the Most High sold them into slavery. Uh-huh. To the Cushion Rishathaim king of Mesopotamia. And the Yash and Yasharel served this king for eight years. Now, let me tell you this. <clears throat> I did have a lesson last week, Wednesday, in regards to spiritual Mishra'i, spiritual Sodom and Gomorrah, and spiritual, um, what is it? Um, Bethel, Beth, what was it? Bethel? Babylon, sorry. Bethel and Babylon. Babel and Babylon, sorry. And they were all heathen nations in Canaan. I already told you that. Now, the king of Mesopotamia, which is all um, Hamite territory, all Hamite territory, um, the children of Israel went into bondage from the nations. And in those nations that I talked about, in those spiritual nations that the Most High said in um, the latter days, he's going to destroy because the children went into um, bondage in those times. Remember, they went for hundreds of years. Not only did the children go into bondage hundreds of years from the the four kingdoms, um, and I'm going to include um, Mizraim, which was five kingdoms. They went into those. Um, uh, they went into um, bondage, which was slavery in those nations in the Book of Daniel. But in um, with Mizraim, only the children of Israel went into bondage. But with those other nations, other um, other nations, they were conquering nations. They were world rulers. They went into the world and start um, and start conquering. But in Mizraim, on, they the um, only Israel went into bondage with them. I say that to say there were many other nations that the children went into bondage in, but they didn't go into bondage. Um, for hundreds of years, but they did go 400 years with Mizraim, 400 years um, with the fourth kingdom, 
and all those other kingdoms, they went for hundreds of years. This is the start of the children going into bondage for years. So in addition to the 400 years that the children went into bondage with Mizraim, the cushion Rashatham king of Mesopotamia, they went into bondage for eight years. That means they went into slavery for eight years through this king because the Most High allowed them to because they didn't listen because they was a dirty whore. So the Most High said, you're going into slavery. <laughs> I'm trying not to laugh. So the dirty whore, that is the children of Israel. For them worshiping pagan gods, they went into slavery for eight years. So who rescued them? The first judge um, rescued the children of Yasharel. So the children of Yasharel cried out to the Most High for help after they showed they behind and was worshiping devils. So the Most High sent Othniel, the son of Kenaz, Caleb's younger brother, and he was the judge. He was the first judge. The spirit of the Most High came into Othniel and he judged Yasharel. He went out to war and um, crushed the Cushion um, Rishathim, king of Mesopotamia. So the Most High gave um, Othniel into his hand, meaning Othniel crushed the king of um, Mesopotamia. And um, the children of Israel was no longer oppressed by that king. So um, the children was at rest for 40 years after Othniel crushed that king. Okay? And then Othniel died. Now the children again went whoring. Child, it's a child. The children are tossed around like a hog, really, among these heathen nations. So now the children is going whoring again. So the king of Moab, um, Eglon, went against the children of Israel. And Eglon gathered um, the sons of Ammon and Amalek. And they struck down Yasharal and they took possession of the city of Jericho. And Yasharal served Eglon, the king of Moab, for 18 years. So again, the children of Israel go into slavery for 18 years with this king of Moab. I want you to remember this because it's going to keep happening back and forth. So they served um, Eglon. They went to slavery for 18 years and they served the king of Moab. Ehud rescues Yasharel from Moab. Yasharel cried unto the Most High after they was whoring again. And the Most High raised up Ehud, the son of Gera, the Benjamite. Now, this was a left-handed man. And Yasharel sent a gift, which was a tribute to Eglon, the king of Moab. And Ehud made himself a sword, which is a key, uh, which is a cubit long. Now, how long is a cubit? It's like um, 1.84 feet. 
okay? Which is um, for a man between the tip of his middle finger and his elbow. That's how long the blade was. And it had two edges. And he bound this, uh, this sword to his right thigh. So he went to go visit the king of Moab. Um, the king of Moab, whose Eglon was real fat. And um, so Ehud went to visit him. And while this fat man who was the king of Moab was sitting in his parlor alone, um, Ehud said, I have a message from the most high for you. And the king got up from his seat and Ehud reached out with his left hand to uh, take the sword from his right thigh and he plunged it into the king of Moab's belly. And then he shut the doors of the parlor and ran off. Then Ehud departed Eglon's. Um, when Ehud, who is a child of um, Yasharel, when he left, Eglon's servants came and they wanted to open up the doors to see if he was all right. And they couldn't open the doors. So after a long time, um, when he didn't come out, the children, um, excuse me, the heathens um, opened up the door and they saw that um, the king of um, Moab was dead. Okay. And then Ehud escaped and he passed beyond um, the sculptured stones to Sirach. Then he blew the trumpet in the hill country of Ephraim and told the sons of um, Yasharel to come down into the hill country. And he said, pursue them for the Most High has handed over your enemies, the Moabites, into your hands. So Yasharel struck down uh, those Moabites and nobody escaped. It was 10,000 Moabites that they crushed. So Moab was subdued and humbled that day under the hand of Yasharel and the land was at rest for 80 years. Another, um, another, um, judge judged um, Israel and the heathens um, and his name was Shamgar and he rescued the children of um, Yasharel from the Philistines so after Ehud um, crushed the Moabites um, Shamgar the son of Anath struck down 600 Philistine men with an ox gold and he saved Yasharel. So what is an ox gold? A, an ox gold is a wooden tool, a wooden tool approximately eight feet long and is fitted with an iron spike or um, a point at one end and is used to spur oxen as they pull um, a plow cart. So, um, Shamgar took a cart, uh, took a, um, a, um, a wooden tool with a point and started fighting. 
and had war with the Philistines to subdue them. Now, I'm finished with this lesson, but I will say this. Every time a judge would um, come to power, and they call it raise up, every time a judge would come to power, the most high would send his um, spirit into that judge. And that judge had awesome power. The judge had awesome power. Now, we went over, we just cliff noted um, Judges chapter one, two, and three. How many judges so far judged Yasharel and the heathen nations? There was Orthanel, Ehud, and Shamgar. Three so far judged not only the children of Israel, but the heathen nations that surrounded the children of Israel that the children couldn't get out of the land. Why did the children um, not, um, why couldn't the children um, get these uh, heathens out? Because they didn't have faith and they wasn't um, loyal to the Most High. That's why. The Most High literally watched them form on their faces. So when they start um, being friends with them and schmoozing with them and sharing children and, and families with them by marrying, intermarrying with them and mingling, the Most High let them go into slavery. Because the heathen nations didn't love the children of Israel. They didn't love them. That's why um, they was doing all kinds of stuff to them. And then they put them in um, bondage. If the Most High stepped away from the children of Israel, this is why the Most, um, to this day, the Most High feels sorry for the children of Israel. If the Most High stepped away from the children of Israel and never came back and never helped them, the children will be destroyed. That's what the Most High said. That's why the Most High said, I'm not going to take my word away. I'm not going to take my word that I promised them land and I promised that I will always be with them. But I will be testing them. I will be trying them with the tri trials and tests. And I'm going to move to the side when they don't listen. And I'm going to let the heathen nations get to them and put them into slavery. This is what Judges is about. And the Most High continues to do that to this day. It continues to do it to this day. And if you want to continue being a whore, because that's what the children of Israel are right now. Those people that are in positions, um, Yahuda, from the, the tribe of Yahuda, for those people who are um, people of influence, meaning movie stars, um, influencers for media, um, um, athletes, whoever that the children of Israel look up to, in the United States and abroad. These people are following devils, just like in the book of um, Judges. And they become the whore of the heathen nations. What did I say? They become whores, the whore of heathen nations. How? Because they are being um, employed by them. They are being um, they are given money by them. They are 
allowed to mix and mingle with them. And if they say anything or do anything out of place, they get dealt with. Uh-huh. By being crushed by financially or their name being crushed. Look into that. Look into that. So this is how you could tell that Yahuda is being um, controlled by the heathen nations. Mm-hmm. They're being controlled by the heathen nations. And when they don't do, when Yasharel doesn't do what the heathen nations want, guess what? They get stuff taken away from them. They get shunned. All the same stuff that been happening in biblical days is still happening to those people of influence. Because at any time, your money, your influence could be cut off by the things that you do or say that's against the heathen machine. And don't you forget that. Just like uh, 45 said, this is why I could walk down Fifth Avenue and shoot any one of y'all and nothing happened to me. This is exactly why. Because you are not loyal, nor do you have the faith in the most high that you're supposed to have. As we will continue to do these, um, these lessons, these cliff notes in the book of Judges, you will see how dirty the children of Israel will be acting and the things that they do and how the most high gonna move to the side and let the heathen nations devour them. Mm -hmm. That's what's happening. This is why the most high said it's only gonna be a remnant and it is. Because as the children continue to wake up, they will still be carnal instead of turning from their wicked ways and following the Most High. What does the Most High say to the children of Israel? Seek me first, my kingdom and my righteousness. When you wake up, because everybody think they woke right now, honey. Being woke is not a spiritual thing. Being woke is being less distracted. That's what it is. But when you start seeking the most high first, his kingdom and his righteousness, you get into his word and then you'll turn from your wicked ways and seek the most high, seek him 10 times more because times now is wicked. That's um, in the book of Ezra. And when you do seek him and the most high feels like you ready, then he's going to send the Ruach into your heart. Then the Ruach is going to start teaching you heavenly things. He's going to start teaching you the truth. And then you're going to shut your damn mouth and follow the most high. This is how you could tell who is really being spiritually elevated. While you keep running around telling everybody, oh, yeah, I'm a child of Israel. It doesn't matter. What matters is you turning from your wicked ways, seeking the most high's face 10 times more because times is wicked. And letting the most high deal with you. Stop being ruled by these wicked heathens. Because you ain't nothing but a whore to them. You will never be. Never, 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 never be on their level. Which in the grand scheme of things, why would you? Why would you want to be on the level of the devil? It just doesn't make sense. You already know and I keep saying the devil doesn't like you. The devil never liked you. Since before you was created, he said he's never going to worship you. So why do you keep trying to be like the devil? Think about it. So with that, I will say, enjoy your Shabbat. And until next time. Hi. 
trying to contact me regarding a question, comment, or concern? Well, you got two ways of doing so. The first way is you can email me at cliffnoteqna at yahoo.com. I'll say it again. This is one word. Cliffnote, the letter Q, the letter N, the letter A, at yahoo.com. The second way is you can upload a question, concern, or comment on Spotify. The question section appears under the episode's description on Spotify. Send me your question and I'll definitely answer it. Thank you and enjoy the podcast. to hear the word of truth from the Most High. But you know what's better? Hitting that follow button and hitting the small bell next to it to be notified of new content. You can also save a life by sharing this valuable content. Go ahead, save a life today. Thanks.